Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm super excited to share today's guest with you because this is a highly requested topic. The topic of boundaries, how to set boundaries, how to maintain boundaries, why not to be scared of boundaries, (laughs) as many of us are. When we first hear that word, it's a little intimidating and you might think, all right, well, if I set boundaries, I'll probably come across like an asshole. And therefore you're allowing people to take advantage of you walk all over you, whether that's in your relationship with your romantic partner or just in general relationships. This happens to everybody. Everyone must implement boundaries in their life. All right. And Marissa Mize is here to help us do that. So Marissa primarily works with women, but boundaries are boundaries. She has a lot of value to share and I can't wait to dig into this episode and have you guys tell me what you think. So here we go. Marissa Mize is a narcissist recovery relationship coach and founder of Take Flight Coaching. She supports women in untangling and healing from toxic relationships. Marissa is passionate about helping women grow more confident through setting healthy boundaries and learning how to communicate their needs. Her zone of genius is seeing the potential in women, helping them believe in themselves and hold them accountable to take action toward the life and relationship of their dreams. Marissa, hi, thank you so much for being on. Hi, I am so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm excited to talk about boundaries because obviously everyone needs them. There's a lot of boundaries are interesting because I think a lot of people give them a negative connotation. And I know that you're going to break it down for us and simplify it. So it will be great to hear that a new perspective for all the listeners. They know I've talked about boundaries before, but I can't wait to hear your take. It's going to be really good. I can't wait. It's one of my favorite subjects. So I'm I'm here for this. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So first let's just start with, with your background a little bit and share what you share, what you want to share in terms of what brought you to speaking on boundaries and helping, helping women, especially through boundaries, boundary setting. Yeah. Well, I was, I was in a toxic marriage for 12 years and had zero boundaries. And, um, because of that, I was, I wouldn't say it was a doormat, but I gave more than I got. And there was a few times where I tried to set boundaries and it just didn't work because I didn't know how to enforce them. I just wasn't educated enough on the subject. And so, you know, fast forward, you know, I've been remarried for eight years and set boundaries right away in that relationship. And it has been night and day difference for sure. What does that mean to set boundaries right away? Well, maybe we should start with what boundaries are and then, and then relate it a little bit to maybe what you've done that you found successful. Cause that's really cool to have a story to back it up with you use as an example. Um, so what is, what is a boundary? How would you define it? Yeah, a boundary it's, it's really simple. Actually, it is just a parameter around what you want less of, or what you want more of in your life. Right. So like, if you don't want someone to speak to you in a certain way, you would communicate that to them, right? Or if you want more time, you need to set boundaries with yourself as well. So if there's something you really enjoy doing, you need to make time for that, which means you probably need to set boundaries around watching TV if you want to go on hikes. You know what I mean? 
So it's like making room for the things you really want and pushing up the things you don't want. That's interesting. That's interesting, like setting boundaries with yourself in terms of doing things that different things you like doing, but it's like, if you want to do that more, you have to set a boundary around the other things. Right. Exactly. Mm. All right. So what are, let's jump into like signs that you need better boundaries. How do you know when it's time to set a boundary? Yeah. Signs that you need to set boundaries. If you're feeling resentful towards your relationships, whether these are, you know, friends or romantic partners, either, you know, it fits every situation. If you're feeling resentful if you are feeling guilty about certain things, like you said, you haven't communicated something correctly. So that's a sign. Um, just if you are feeling like you're overgiving um, and you're not getting what you want out of a relationship, signs you need to set a boundary. So, you know, if, if, if any situation in your life, you're feeling just a gut check, you probably need to set a boundary. Mm. What does that mean? A gut check. So for example, say you are dating somebody and you just don't feel like, like there's something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's maybe you're not going out on dates enough or he's not, um, or she's not, uh, meeting your needs in a way, maybe whether that's physical, emotional, if there's, finances mixed in. If there's ever something that you feel like there's something wrong here, there's probably a boundary that needs to be set with yourself or with the other person. So that's interesting. That's an interesting example you give of like, if we're not going on dates enough, then that, that needs a boundary. Like what would that, what would a boundary look like in that scenario? That would be, you haven't communicated what your needs are. So, Hmm. so if you are spending time elsewhere, And you haven't just said, okay, this is what I need from this relationship. I need X, Y, Z, right? So boundaries provide like, it's a parameter around around what you actually want. I want this out of my relationship. I'm not getting it. How can we fix it? So it really does, it, boundaries are a huge part of communication. Like it's just, if you don't communicate, you just obviously don't have boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I think it's easy to, it's easy to just look at boundaries and feel like, well, this is telling someone not to do something where, and you don't really think about it in terms of I'm setting a boundary. This is what I need, you know, and it's okay to have needs in a relationship and boundaries are a way to communicate those needs and make sure that they're, they happen or they're met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, uh, I also like how you mentioned when you're pretty much how you're pleasing and feeling taken advantage of. That means you don't have boundaries. And I have a couple, I have a couple clients and I've, I've worked with multiple men in the past who have felt this way of just giving and giving and not feeling like they're getting back. And they'll actually say, it feels so uneven. You know, people always take advantage of my kindness. They take advantage of me as a man. And when I point out to them, do you, do you feel as though you allow them to do that? Like what in you is actually allowing that to happen? And they'll say, well, I guess that's right. I guess I am allowing it because it's happening. But like, what would you, for those men going through that situation, what would you say is a good example of a boundary that they could set when they feel taken advantage of for their kindness? Are you talking about financially? 
Um, or just like they are like the emotional rock for someone and then they are not receiving something. And that's it. Let's do two. Can we do two examples? Like let's do finances first. (laughs) Yeah. Like finances that gets pretty tricky, right? Unless if you haven't had the conversation up front, but if, you know, we do need to have boundaries over our finances because we have certain goals. So if you feel like you're giving more financially to the relationship than you're comfortable with, the conversation could go like this. Like I have X, Y, Z goals. And at this time, this, you know, lifestyle that I am contributing to is not helping me meet my goals for my future. So I need to bring it back a few steps, which is uncomfortable when you've given so much, maybe it's trips or gifts and expensive dinners out. So we're going to need to change that lifestyle for a little bit because I have some big goals and dreams for my life, maybe our life together in the future. And I need my actions now to set myself up to meet my goals. Mm. That way they can see like, we're not just taking something away. There's a purpose behind this boundary. Like I've got goals. This is how we have to meet them. Maybe we have to not go on this big trip. Maybe we'll just do a weekend trip instead. So, I mean, just explaining the purpose behind it helps to like ease the blow. Yeah. I think a lot of people fail to do that or like fail to recognize that that's needed in the conversation is like back it up with an explanation so that you don't just leave your partner hanging where they're used to getting so much from you. And then all of a sudden you take it away. That's like, that's such a shock, you know? So it's like, did I do something wrong? Then they start questioning and then they have poor behavior back. So it's, that's, that's an interesting point to always back it up with why, you know, Mm -hmm. why are you changing the action? Right. Exactly. Especially if it's more of a partnership. So more of a serious relationship, if it's not, I don't know how detailed you need to go in. If it's, it's a very unhealthy, toxic relationship and you just need to set a boundary, like this is not happening anymore. But if it's someone you are moving forward with in your future, of course, let them in on your plans for their, you know, your combined future, because they're going to want to support you if they're a good partner. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's what I always tell the guys is like, if they're a good partner, they're going to want to support your dreams and your goals and the reasons for why you feel strongly about something. If it, if it makes sense, you know, like your loving partner will try to make sense of what you're saying. Um, that's great. Do you have an example of the other, the other side, like say like they're being, um, or the other example, say that they're being taken advantage of for being the emotional rock, as you said, what's a good way to state a boundary there? Um, let's think about this. Um, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, so you're, you're, <laughs> it's me exact example. <laughs> um, if you are the only person, or if you feel like you're being kind of bled dry emotionally, Um, I think asking for some emotional support from your partner or your friends or, you know, whoever it is that you're being, you know, blood dry from and just saying, okay, I realize that you're going through this really difficult time. I also need your support in this area, right? So like stating your need. Or, or maybe you say, Hey, I got to take a break from this drama because I have some things that I need to deal with myself and I need to focus on 
things that are going to, you know, bring me to my future in a positive way. When I, and I just can't focus on my work or my, you know, relationship or my family, whatever it is. I can't do that because I keep getting drawn in to your drama. So I think, I mean, just plainly stating it, like, this is too much for me right now. I can't do it anymore. Uh, and just saying, uh, and just maybe just cutting off um, the, the daily, if it's someone that's like daily, oh my gosh, now this happened. You know, we all have that person that there's always something traumatic going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. And then you feel bad, like, oh my gosh, but they, they need me and I've been there for them, you know, and now they're not going to have anybody. So we go down this spiral of who, who will they have if they don't have me kind of thing? Like we want to be that, um, knight in shining armor or their savior, because that's the role you've played, but you don't have to continue to play that role if it no longer serves you. So it's okay to step out of the role that you stepped into for your own sake. Mm-hmm. And not like when, when we look at the perception as from their point of view, like we're taking something away, that's when you have that guilt and you feel like you have to stay in it versus, okay, this is not healthy for me any longer. I no longer have anything left to give to not only that person, but my job and my family and my dog or whatever else that you have in your life. So it's, it's really a, a problem when you have one person that's taking up all of your emotional mental and, you know, time energy. Yeah. How can you see it as a good thing for that person that you're setting the boundary with? For, so you want me to, for yourself when you're setting it or for you, the other person? Yeah. Like how you, you want just me to use, state it? Like how you use the example of you have to look at it from you realizing this isn't healthy for me. Like, how can you see it as setting a boundary? How can you view it as it being healthy for someone else too? Not just you, but the other person. Yeah. Um, well, first you don't, I don't want you to feel like you have to, you're responsible for them seeing it as a good thing, right? So it's not your responsibility to make sure they view this boundary that you put up as a positive in their life because they may not be able to. But you could state, look, I, it's not healthy for you to rely wholly on me as your stability. Who, who can you talk to? Who can you hire, right? Like that's what coaches therapists, counselors are for, this is beyond me. I really think that you should find someone else to talk to that can carry you to the next level because this is beyond my scope. And that's, that's an okay and very honest thing to say. Like I can no longer do this. There's somebody out there that is better equipped to help you with that problem. Mm -hmm. And maybe send them over a link (laughs) to some resources, right? Yeah. I like you how you worded to. that too. I like how you worded that of like, this can be how you get to the next level. Like I've helped you up into this point and I acknowledge that, but I also acknowledge I can't bring you, I can't move further. And it's kind of like, let's end this chapter. You know, I, I can't do it anymore. That's mm-hmm. a cool way to say it. Right. And then you can just go back to being friends, right. Or being romantic partners versus the fixer of all things. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So how do you, how do you figure out what boundaries you want and need? 
to set? Like maybe someone's actually thinking, I feel like I don't have any boundaries, but where do I even start? Yeah, a great place to start is making a list of what's really important to you. What are your values? Um, Is your job really important? Do you want to make time? Are you like climbing the corporate ladder right now? If it is, then that needs to be at the top of your list. And maybe you don't have a whole lot of time to give relationships and friendships right now, right? So it's what it's because what is important now is going to change over the next few years. Like your boundaries are not set in stone because what's important to you will change. So what are your values? Um, And then set your boundaries up to support your values and what you want your life to look like. Mm. So boundaries, I could see some people listening to this and thinking boundaries seem really selfish. What would be your reaction, your reaction to someone who perceives it that way? If that's their perception, then they probably have a boundary problem too right? They probably have, don't have boundaries themselves and they probably don't respect other people's boundaries. So I'm not saying that you have your boundaries and, but I don't respect your boundaries. Like in a per, in a good relationship, both people have their boundaries, even in a marriage, you have boundaries and you respect each other's boundaries, right? Because you both are working together. You're supporting each other. So the boundaries, it goes both ways. You have to respect other people's boundaries and you need people to respect yours. So I love that. So it's like in any healthy relationship, they should also have boundaries where you need Correct. to them. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And it's, uh, it is interesting because if you don't, it, it's totally true where if you don't have boundaries, you don't respect other people's it's, that's always aligned in that way because and I know this because I've been on I've been on calls with guys where their main issue was boundaries. And they mentioned, I mean, they, they didn't even know it, but they would come on the call and say, like, people took advantage of me, this and that. And I knew it was a boundary issue. And I also realized that they were the only men who would show up late to my calls. Mm-hmm. And that was a big indicator of they lack boundaries. And now it's just a guessing game. When when someone isn't on the call at the dot you know, or like a few minutes after whatever, I'm not like that strict. But like, if they're not showing up to the call, like three minutes in, I'm like, they probably have a boundary issue that they're going to talk to me about. And almost always it's, you know, people take advantage of me, they don't respect my time. And I'm like, like, what about my time? You know, it's just, it's interesting to kind of call that out on people and just realize that if you don't have boundaries for yourself, you're not going to respect other people's. And if you know, it just goes hand in hand, which is really interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it goes both ways, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so what are, what are, you know, you mentioned um, deal breakers, and non negotiables, and that being a, being a part of boundary setting. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, your deal breakers, your non negotiables, these are the things that are at the top of your list, right? If it's maybe you have, a re, you know, religious beliefs that are really important to you or, you know, morals, values, um, the, the main things that you're not willing to give on. Maybe you want kids in the future. You know what I mean? So the, the things that you want in your life, for sure, the, your, whoever you partner with needs to align with those things. These are the things that you're, you're not budging on, right? So a lot of the times our boundaries, when you're in a partnership, you, you can give and take a little bit, 
within certain parameters, but your deal breakers, your non-negotiables, these are the things that you for sure want in your life that you're not going to give up on. Mm. So you know that that's part of boundary setting is having non-negotiables and communicating them? For sure. Oh, they need to be communicated for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you partner up with someone who doesn't want children, but you know, you want to have a family, that's a huge problem, right? Mm -hmm. That's not, that's something that's not going to work out in the long run. Even if you do end up getting married thinking, oh, they're going to give, they're going to, they'll give in. How can you not want a baby? Well, some people don't, right? (laughs) (laughs) Some people don't, and that's okay. So you need to know what those things are and, and definitely communicate them that way. Like if, if, the other person's not aligned, end it, end it. Why, why try to force something just because you get along and and it's fun and she's hot, you know, all the things that you're like, Oh, well, I'm sure she's going to want a baby with me. No, maybe she doesn't. So. Yeah. And that's something that I often reiterate to the guys is like, don't fall in love with her future potential, Mm -hmm. fall in love with her or show interest in her, not her future potential. And it's like, I think, men often fall for the future potential when they do lack boundaries and they're not comfortable communicating boundaries. It's just, it's easier to just go straight to like, Oh, well, she'll probably give in. Like, you know, like you said, um, but most likely what you yeah. see is what you're going to get. So <laughs> always trust that first uh, opinion of someone and know that that's probably more so what, who they are, not the whole honeymoon phase. For sure. Um, like, yeah. For, for example, like in my own personal life, I have two children from my previous marriage and I knew I was done. I didn't want any more kids, like not interested. In fact, I had my tubes tied after my second one. So I'm like, done, done. No. Like, and then I don't want to adopt. I didn't like, I'm good. I have two. I don't need any more. And when I met my now husband, like nine years ago, um, we met at the gym and we were talking and I was like, FYI, like I've got two kids and I don't want any more. Like, if that's a problem, like we can just like cut this off right now. Like I'm good. And he was like, that's, that's fantastic. I never wanted kids of my own, like that you already have them. That's awesome. So I'm like, just, just say it. Who cares? It's like, don't like, I'm not, don't be so emotionally invested before you've said upfront what you really want out of life. Because if they don't, if they want something completely different, why fall in love and get your heart broken? Mm -hmm. Like cut your losses early by putting it all out there. I don't think you need to wait until the fourth, fifth, sixth date. Say it right out. Say it right away. Yeah. Just say it right away. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think that a lot of guys don't say it right away because a lot of guys don't know their non-negotiables, you know, the men I speak with. And that's, I love that you mentioned this too, or that you wanted to discuss this because this is something all my clients know. I always ask them, what are your top three things that you need? And then, you know, we could go to a top five, but let's not, let's not pass five. Cause then you get a little picky, but like, but just having like those three top non-negotiables, like she needs this otherwise, no. And it's For the sure. more clear they are on that. It's been amazing to see like how guys have been so relieved in the fact that, wow, I know my three. And I know that if I start talking to someone on hinge and she doesn't match one of the three, it's like stress off my shoulders. It's like, she's definitely totally. not the one. And it's just so easy to say no when you're so firm and okay, what are the things I need? Let's put me back in the control seat and the priority because all you got is you at the end of the day, right? So you have to prioritize yourself. And I think boundaries help you do that. Um, So I love that you mentioned that and brought that up. Um, How do you, how to, how do you communicate your boundaries 
um, in terms of, you know, when you, ex- how do you, wh- how do you know what to expect in response when you're communicating boundaries? Cause I think this is when people feel like, Oh, boundaries are scary. And I, I'm an asshole if I'm setting boundaries, you know, what should, what should guys, the guys listening expect when they set a boundary? It really depends on how long you've been without boundaries for with this specific person. Like if it's been a long time without boundaries, do not expect this to go well. And that's okay, right? It's like people are, we are emotional beings. If there is an emotional response from the person you're setting a boundary with, it's because we're all human, right? And we have had, you've set these expectations with him or her and now you're like reversing, like, right. It's, it's like when you're putting it in reverse and you're like, you didn't look behind you and you slammed into the car behind you. Well, that's what just happened with the person in your relationship. So don't expect it to go well because it's probably not going to, but that's okay. Like the, the initial response doesn't mean that's just the end of it. So be prepared for things to go sideways and also be prepared to maybe not finish the conversation right away. And because if it goes sideways, you need to say, look, this is, it's, it's getting out of control. Like we're going to revisit this tomorrow when emotions are, you know, brought back down to like a normal level. And then we can discuss this, you know, clear headed, but this is, but this is a conversation we're going to have. So, but, but as the person setting the boundaries, you need to be clear in your messaging right? Don't leave more questions for him or her that you're setting this with, like, make it clear. If if there are still questions at the end of this conversation, then you, you weren't clear enough. Keep it calm. Like if, if she goes high and you go high too, it's going to be like overly emotional and you're going to lose the messaging, be firm, be respectful and keep it short. Like this doesn't need to be like a long drawn out conversation. Keep it in as few words as possible, like clear, concise communication. That's definitely the key. Mm. Interesting. And I know like I've, I've recommended to the men that I work with that when you are, when you are setting a boundary and you do get a, a triggered emotional reaction from her, um, know that you can take, take space and say, I think we should save this for another day. Or how about we talk this later, talk about this later. Um, how do you do what you just said in terms of keeping it short and don't leave them with questions, but also maybe saving it for the next day? Like, what is a good way to kind of, to put an end to the boundary talk for that day, knowing you're going to discuss it tomorrow? Well, there are, she's still going to have questions if you end it abruptly and, but it, but that's okay. Just be like, I understand that you have a lot of questions, but we're not going to get anywhere in the estate that we're in, like take, take partial responsibility in the state that we're in right now, because if she's getting triggered, you're probably getting triggered too. I mean, and then it just like, it's like fireworks. And so just let's talk about this tomorrow and we'll pick up where we left off in terms of the messaging, not in the emotional part. And I mean, and if, and if sometimes they want to change the subject, yeah, but you do this, right? So if you're setting a boundary and then she wants to throw something like, like, you know, mm-hmm. as if you're like throwing a softball and she's hitting it, like, that's not what we're doing here. Like, I understand that you want to talk about 
that. But first, we're going to finish this conversation. This is really important. I really want you to hear this message. We'll get to your thoughts, your new idea in a little bit or in a few days. Mm -hmm. But then make sure you respect her and get back to the conversation. I mean, she may have, it may be a serious concern of hers or she may be deflecting. Mm -hmm. So either way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing I like that you mentioned kind of hearing her out and validating her concern or what, like what she just said, because I think women especially cannot feel heard in moments when men are being very direct and forward. And if we say something and he just ignores what we just said, or doesn't pay any emotional attention to it, we get very even more triggered and less likely to want to follow his lead. So I love that you mentioned, you know, try to just hear her out quickly and say, I understand that you're frustrated. I understand you're hurt right now. I understand you're emotional. Maybe don't use the word emotional <laughs> to a moment, but like, I understand like you're not happy, but let's go back to the conversation. So that's, that's a really good point of just hearing your partner out where they're at, because most likely if you're not used to setting boundaries and then you do it, there will be some shock and that person needs to be heard and kind of supported there a little bit. Exactly. And depending on, you know, communication style, she may need to say it out loud, like 10 different ways in different times. So the, the conversation, once it's done on that day, it leave it open for discussion. If she has more questions, as long as it's, you know, going, it's respectful communication in both directions, talk about it as long as she needs to talk about it. Right. Cause some things are a little more serious than others. Right. So it's, um, let her process however she needs to process it. And, you know, sometimes we do rabbit hole and worst case scenario, everything. And so be compassionate towards her feelings and understanding that she may be spiraling and out of control in the, in her thought process, especially if she feels like, okay, is this, is he just trying to end it? You know, like, like the crazy thoughts that we have, like, well, maybe he's just not happy with me. Maybe he's just trying to push me out. So you definitely be respectful and, you know, give her the listening ear that you would want as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think that women especially need more reassurance in these types mo- type of moments where it's like, you know, I still love you. I still care about you, but this is not okay. Like, I still want to be with you, but I don't want to do this. You know, I think that guys can go a little further in paying more attention to, you know, validating her and reassuring her that she's still, you know, just because you're setting a boundary doesn't mean you don't love her. It doesn't mean you don't want to be with her, but it's not her, her actions are not okay. Or, you know, that type of communication is okay or whatnot. Um, And I also, I also like the fact that you're telling them to allow her to express it how she needs to. And I think there's something, something to be said about. Um, disrespectfully reacting versus respectfully reacting emotionally. Um, Because I've had clients who, who will literally be screamed at by a woman. And it's kind of like, all right, do I just sit there? Do I walk away from her? I don't want to be the asshole that just walks away. But at the same time, they're, they're teaching her in a way you can scream disrespectfully in my face. And that's okay with me. You know, so what would you say is a good boundary? Because I know this happens often with guys when it comes to conflict or boundary setting what would you say is a good response for men to have to a woman who's maybe very emotional and reacting in a way that's disrespectful towards him? 
if this is a pattern, I think going into it, knowing that this is, this is the way she communicates a lot when she doesn't get her way or she's not happy. I think being aware for sure. And then set it, set the stage. You're not going to like what I have to say, but what I don't want to happen is for you to do what you, what you have done in the past, which is get really upset, yell, name call, et cetera. You know, and, and if you do, I will end the conversation and walk away. And then we will pick it back up when you think, when, when you're able to talk to me in a way that's respectful. And here's what I mean by respectful. I want you to listen and respond respectfully using a, you know, this tone of voice, not that tone of voice. So exactly like laying it out what you want. And there you are setting a boundary with how you want to be communicated with, right? Without like, say, hey, I'm setting a boundary. I don't want to be yelled at anymore. Just, I have something to say to you. You're not going to like it, but don't yell at me or I'm walking away. Mm. So just let her know. And that way, when you walk away, she's not like, oh, you asshole. How could you do that? I feel abandoned. Well, I told you if you, if you yelled at me and called me names, I was going to walk away and pick this back up at an appropriate time. And you just walk away, stay calm, stay, stay firm, do what you say you're going to do. If you do not walk away and she's yelling at you and you said you were going to walk away, like you're just, that is going to be your life. Mm -hmm. That is going to be, do you want that for the rest of your life or for the next couple of years until you can take it any longer? Because that's what you're choosing. So choose a different way. Stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happens too, is like, they may stick with it for that time. Like the first time and they're like, all right, set a boundary. And then the next time, maybe they, you know, maybe they plan on having sex that night and he knows he's going to get laid. So he doesn't want to, you know, go too far and get her angry. So he allows it for that day, just that day. He allows her to scream at her. Right. And then he, and then she crosses the boundary and then he expects her to respect him next time. You can't do that either. Like I know tons of guys that like resent her, but they're back and forth on their own boundary. And that's just confusing for her. Like it's not her fault if you're allowing it one day and don't allow it the other day. Like think about how confusing that will be. So it's like, if you set a boundary, you better stick with it. Otherwise you can't be upset with her when she crosses it again. Exactly. I mean, it's, if it's like, if it's just like, you know, a chalk line, how it like wears off. (laughs) <laughs> on the ground, it's like, it starts to disappear. And you're like, hey, I thought I drew, I drew a, there was a chalk line there, you know, from like, whatever, kickball or baseball yeah. or whatever at, at school. And like, if, if it's not maintained, it disappears. Mm, like your that. boundaries are like, if you like slowly let them wear away, they're going to be gone. And you're gonna be back at the beginning all over again. And it's miserable. Can you imagine just not knowing when your partner is going to fly off the handle at you? Like who wants to, no one wants to live like that really, unless, you know, chaos is part of their (laughs) imprint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a different conversation. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because there are people like that. There are. But I think like, I think people actually, 
people enjoy boundaries, right? Like I know I enjoy knowing what I, what is appropriate for my partner and what's not appropriate. You know, it feels good to be told, Hey, I really like when you do this. I like, I really need this and you give it to me or, Hey, I really don't like when you do this. It's like, okay. Like it feels good to know where the line, what crosses the line. And that way you could keep yourself in check knowing that you'll have more reassurance if you do this one thing or knowing that there's no confusion around is my partner happy? Am I crossing a line? Like, I don't know. I don't like it's so it's good to yeah. it's good to set boundaries and know that the person in a healthy, respectful relationship will actually respect the boundaries a lot. And then most likely then set their own. And then you'll both be on the same page as far as what you need and where you individually stand. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Like if you can't, if you don't tell someone what you expect and no one, they don't tell you what to expect They're You're not going to get your needs met and you won't be meeting her needs needs either. Um, so yeah, definitely <laughs> communicating and saying exactly what you want. Like, I don't know why we think they can read our minds. They can't, they'd have no idea what we're thinking. And so just, yeah, just be open. It's, it's okay. It's okay to say what you need because if they can't give you what you need, you need to know that as well. Right. Or maybe they don't want to give you what you need or what you want, because not boundaries aren't just about what you need. They're also what what you want in your life. Right. It's like, what do you desire truly in your life? And if you don't communicate that you're never, you're always going to be wondering, can they meet my needs? And it's like baking a cake without a recipe. Like it's, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. Yeah. I love that. Like cut to the chase, just find out, can they, can they fulfill my needs? How do you find exactly. that out? You set a boundary and you see how they react. And if they continue to act, react poorly or not to your standards, then you know, they can't meet the boundary. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And being open to theirs, like, say, what do you need from me? What do you expect out of a relationship? Like find out mm-hmm. as soon as you can, or as early on as you can, while you're getting to know each other, what do you expect out of, do you expect to be taken care of financially? Do you expect to contribute? Do you, you know, where do you want to live in the country? Are you open to moving if my job takes me? Cause these are, you know, you work with men, like I have moved all over the country for my partner's jobs. And I, I knew ahead of time, like I was going to be a very supportive role in that marriage. So just, you need to know, like, is she going to support me? if I get a promotion across the country or am I going to have to give up one of these things? Yeah. Yeah. When do you think how soon in, how soon in a relationship do you feel it's appropriate to set boundaries or ask about someone's boundaries? I think as soon as you meet them, it's, it's just setting expectations. So what do you want out of life? Like that's just, and what, those are just kind of natural boundaries. Okay. You want to live in this kind of house. You want to have this, this kind of life. Um, This is what you enjoy doing. So there's, those are all things that like learning what they want to do. There's boundaries around that, right? Okay. So she doesn't like um, sushi though. We're not going to go to sushi. You know what I mean? Like that's, there's a boundary there. She hates, like she's allergic to fish. Okay. So we're not going to go do that that's a boundary. I mean, we don't like say, Oh, this is my boundary. I don't eat sushi, but it's, it's, it's you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it, but it is a boundary, but it's just part of your natural life. So I think there's, it's not too soon to say what you desire out of life and what you um, aren't interested in. 
as well. Mm. It's really just getting to know people and respecting them. Um, so, and then people who aren't really open or don't know what they want. I mean, that's a little more difficult when they have just have no idea what they really want out of life. That's, that's, um, that makes it very hard to make someone happy when they just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That is hard. That's why like, I can't even work with guys who don't know what they want. I'm like, I'll just automatically fail you. Like, cause I don't know mm-hmm. where we're trying to aim you. So exactly. You know, it's yeah, that's totally true. So interesting. Yeah. And I think I, I like how you say it's just part of natural, naturally getting to know someone and respect them along the way. And it doesn't have to be this serious, intense conversation around here are my boundaries. What are yours? It's just asking more questions around, Hey, like, what do you want out of life? What do you see, you know, in a relationship? What do you, what do you see that partner doing for you or how you see them being there for you? And that's, that's something, I mean, as an adult dating, you should have conversations like that. Like you shouldn't have any fear around, you know, what if, what if they think I'm weird or like pushing it for asking these questions? Like if you're at an age when you're ready to settle into a long-term relationship, you know, like you're saying, it's, it's best to be, put them out, put those boundaries out up front right away as soon as you can, so that you know whether to go down that road or move on and save your time and energy. Yeah. Get it out of the way, cut your losses sooner rather than later. Otherwise you're going to be emotionally invested, financially invested in something that has no future for you. Mm-hmm. And so it's being respectful, not only to yourself, but to her as well, because if she thinks that there is a possibility and you know that you have completely different values and that it's really not going anywhere, but she's just kind of a, you know, a warm body to lay next to, that's not really fair to her either, because she's probably thinking you are walking down the aisle and you are like, yeah, just, I'm just waiting on until I find something better. That's, that's not fair to her either. Like we're not like place, we're not, we're not like place markers. Is that what that's called? You know, we're not just like saving your, we're not saving a spot for the person you really want to be with. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a way to respect someone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, what was that? I was just going to make a point to that and respond to that. Um, damn it. What did you just say? Cause I think I had a good point. We're not just, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not just saving your spot place warmers place warmer. Ah, I forget what it was. But anyway, yeah, I think that, you know, to know that boundaries are, um, boundaries are important, and they're needed. And they're for you and for her and for the relationship as a whole. They're a good thing. (laughs) Create a positive association to boundaries and just know that you need them in order to feel respected and in order to respect someone else. I think respect is like, the main word when it comes from setting boundaries, right? Like boundaries equal respect for you mm-hmm. and for your partner or whoever yeah. you're dating. Yeah. Respect and communication. I mean, that is, it's everything. It really is. You can't have a successful relationship without boundaries, respect and communication. And they all really do like fit together, like a perfect puzzle. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. So interesting. Such a great topic. And whenever I post on boundaries, the guys are always like, we need more of this. Like we need to know more. <laughs> this, I have no boundaries. <laughs> it's cool because they even realize they don't have them, which is always step number one, right? Is like awareness. Like 
it's the worst, like you said, are people who are like, I don't know what I want. And they don't care to find out. It's like, that's the worst situation you can be in. So most likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you're at least at the point of being aware as whether or not if whether or not you have boundaries and knowing what direction you want to go in with them, or at least getting curious about that. So thank you so much for sharing this information with my audience. Um, I'm sure they really appreciate it a lot. And they're going to implement your specific examples. That was awesome to get specifics. The guys, especially when it comes to communication, love like word for word stuff. So they're always like, but what exactly do I say? <laughs> so yeah, we need scripts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why I asked you what exact <laughs> examples of exact wording. Um, but Marissa, where can the guys find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram at I am Marissa Mize and marissamize.com is my website. And um, yeah, just pop in. I'm a, I work mostly with women, but if you see something on boundaries that you think that you could apply, let me know, leave a little comment. I would love to hear from you.